Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, this is Pat Prescott. Welcome to my very first version of my new podcast, This Lady Loves Sports. Let's go! Welcome to This Lady Loves Sports Podcast with Pat Prescott. Sports. She knows it all and is here to talk about it. So get ready to hear sports talk in a way that you've never heard before. It's This Lady Loves Sports Podcast. And here's your host, Pat Prescott. Most people who know me know that I love sports because <laughs> this is all I talk about all the time. And one of the people who knows me best, who uh, works with me, one of my one of my best friends on the job, is one of my sports buddies, and he's joining me today. And that, of course, Anthony McKenzie. Hi. Hello, hello, Pat Prescott. <laughs> <laughs> when Anthony first showed up the stage at the station, it was kind of funny because we were he was he came in as an imaging person, which means he's the one who creates all these great jingles and promotional things that we we put on the air he's because anthony is really multi-talented he's he's an announcer himself he's a producer he's uh an engineer everything he does just about everything you can think of but when i looked over and saw him because you know anthony's <laughs> african-american i spoke to him through the talkback and i said oh yeah, <laughs> we got a brother got over a brother. here in production. <laughs> they, they hired a brother, <laughs> and I looked. I was like, I was like waving, like, "Hey!" <laughs> it was so cool. But then we found out that we had the ultimate thing in common, and that is that we're both sports lovers, and that's who we yes. really are talking to in this podcast. You know, not everybody that loves sports was an athlete. I certainly was not. Um, many of us love it for a lot of different reasons, and we're going to talk to regular people we're going to talk to some celebrities and we're going to talk to some really great figures in sports because we're here in los angeles and oh, yeah. a lot of them are here yes. or come through here all yes, the time absolutely. but i was i was kind of curious anthony what is your sports story how did you become someone who loves sports like you do in, you know with, with sports with me and sports it's been in my life since i can probably remember my first grade teacher you know, my first grade teacher was Mrs. Travis. And I remember, you know, uh, growing up, my mom used to take me and my brother to the baseball games, mm-hmm. you know, at Kansas City Royals, because it was $5 in the outfield. And she would take us. I fell in love with the Kansas City Royals baseball. Baseball was probably the very first sport I fell in love with because I got to see my hometown team all the time, you know. And and I played Little League um Football, I fell in love with football, was this avid Oakland Raider fan. Believe that. <laughs> Oakland Raider fan in Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> that's that's problematic. <laughs> yeah, I fell in love with the Oakland Raiders. Ken, Ken Stabler with the quarterback, Fred Belitnikoff, Cliff Branch, Dave Casper, Ted Hendricks, Gene Upshaw, all these cats. I knew all these cats, their number, probably like by the age of like six, seven years old. Wow. And just had this passion for the Oakland Raiders. And... I played football in the backyard, and I didn't play actually play uh, organized football till high school. So my 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 freshman year, 
What and, position did you play? Uh, I was cornerback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a cornerback. And I only played my freshman year. I just decided I didn't want to play anymore. But I was always into sports. You know, I can I can name probably every championship team from the 70s in basketball, football, and baseball. You know, it's it's just it just was a passion of mine and even watching it. What is it that you love about it so much? You know, um I always fell in love with the players. It was it, it was the players, you know. Uh, like I said, Ken Stabler was the uh, the quarterback for Oakland Raiders. He would either I was either happy on Monday or he was I was crying on Monday because of Ken Stabler. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I feel your pain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and, and and like I said, baseball. I played baseball. I was real good in baseball. I played for like a real good baseball team. Mm. You know. Uh, eight nine ten years old up until i was like 16 and 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 it was just a getaway from at the time you know from school it was like okay i need to ease my mind and we would just play basketball in my backyard because we had a basketball goal we would play tag football in the street it was just just a passion of mine just just love you know sports and my dad you know, we would always watch sports all the time when I, you know, spend time with him over the weekends. Mm-hmm. And we would always pick during football season the games. Uh-huh. You know, we would have, you know, we would say, okay, who you got in this game? Who you got in this game? And I, the winner would, would get like a, the biggest piece of cake for dessert or something uh-huh, like that uh-huh. toward the end of the day. So you all had your own little informal we, football we pool did. when you were we just did. a kid, you and your dad, which explains why your dad has done so well in our football, in our pool, football pool and yes. why you've done so well in our football yes, pool. Yes, because I was struggling uh, probably like, I think three years ago. Uh-huh. I said, hey, I, dad, I called my dad and said, <laughs> I need you to help me with these picks. That's what my old man said. Boy, Anthony, who is Anthony talking to? We didn't know you're talking to your dad. I was talking to my dad. <laughs> but we are we are in a football pool together, which is kind of fun. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Yeah. Though. But this is part of how you really got into it, huh? With yeah, with the yeah, with, yeah, with, with competing with your dad. Yeah, competing with him, and yeah. he yeah, and like I said, we'll talk about the football pool later. But yeah, my dad and uh, my brother was also good in sports. I would support him because he was the Missouri State champion. And um, the 110 meter high hurdles mm-hmm. in 1989. And I was, you know, always at his events, you know, track and field. I did track and field, too. I was a long and triple jumper. And um, sports has just always been with me. You know, I every city, major city, I can name somebody, you know, yeah. that that was part of. You know, the sports organization in that particular city. You yeah. know, I can think of Cleveland, you know, the, the heartaches they've had, you know, back in the 80s and, you know, until LeBron comes along and delivers their first championship since, yeah, since 1964. <laughs> you know, so, it, you know, I can associate like Lakers, Los Angeles. Here I am in Los Angeles. I was a huge Laker fan in the 80s. I was Showtime. Magic Johnson is my favorite all time player. I think most people had to be at least a little bit fans of that team. It was yes. just so exciting to watch, I loved you it. know. Yes, I love, you know, because Kansas City, we, we didn't particularly have until 1985 a basketball team. They shipped out to uh, Sacramento. And I never really was a Kansas City Kings basketball fan, you know, Mm because it wasn't really that good. You know, it was Lakers. I remember my mom took me to see the Lakers when they came to town, when they played the Kings, you Mm -hmm. know. My mom was very instrumental in me loving sports because she would always be supportive, take me to these events and buy me the particular clothes of my favorite team. You know, so, so yeah, she, I mean, you know, 
here's the thing she doesn't really like sports really and she sacrificed and took me and my brother all she, the time to she these doesn't events. like sports she liked you she liked yeah, yeah she liked us she, she liked us enough to take us spend a little she money she loved you guys yeah. That's what that was so about. yeah you know sports and, and, and I'm still that way today I watch sports every day yeah I hear you man I you know I grew up uh, my dad uh, played football in high school and in college mm-hmm. uh, my brothers were both involved in sports especially my older brother Terry he played football he played tennis and he ran cross country okay also um but when i was growing up you know i wasn't really that interested in i mean that they would be watching the games and stuff like that it wasn't until later that i really got into it and i guess when i got in high school and one of the things i loved about it was it was something i could share with my dad i mean my dad was like my hero and i you know i would hear them and they yelling and screaming and stuff you know (laughs) whatever they were watching (laughs) i was a bookaholic when i was growing up i was i just go read another book yes. you know but um once i started watching i kind of understood what it was about and i think for me that there's a couple of things that really uh, attract me to sports one is if you like reality tv mm-hmm. this is the best reality tv you'll it ever is. see it you really never is. know what's going to happen you got all these different players that you right. may see again and you know you don't there's suspense because you don't know what the outcome is going to be yes. i mean unless of course it's the beat down in the middle of it you know <laughs> what's going on right i love that but i like you love the people who are involved yes. the stories behind them you know real sports is one of my favorite tv Great shows show. for that yes. reason because they get into the stories behind that and when I run into um, women who are surprised that I like sports as much as I do and that doesn't happen as much as it used to Uh there are a lot of women who are into sports now I think but I always say to them, you know, you like emotion and pathos. And I would think women would like the stories the story behind lines. them because everybody who is an athlete has a story. Yes. They've done they've done a lot of hard work to get where they're going, certainly to achieve at the highest levels mm-hmm. at what they're doing. And some of the stories behind their struggles and things they've had to overcome are just fascinating. So who did you grow up like? You know, what teams, what was your favorite The first team that I really embraced and fell in love with was the New York Knicks. Okay, the Knicks. Let us pray. You know, but I mean, this was back in the seventies. You know, the, this yeah, was the next payday, yes. man. Yes. You know, this, look, Walt Frazier yes. and Earl LaPearl. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, we would actually like won a couple of championships back then. That's a great team to fall then. in love with. Oh, yeah. no question. They were just amazing. And um, and then I got into football. Okay. And I love the Giants. And see, I was living in New York, so I was yeah, a home, okay. yeah, makes home team girl. Right. And I'm a big Yankee fan also. Okay. Okay. You know, and I would start watching the games. And now, today, I'm kind of like you. I mean, I watch sports every day. Every day. I mean, if there's there's this one little dark period in the summer where, you know, I, it takes me a minute to start watching mm-hmm. baseball. Yeah. You know, I'll watch the Yankees. I'll watch the Yankees play the Red Sox, especially. I, this, this is a, yeah, yeah. a rivalry that's, that's that never gets rivalry. old for me. And they're you doing know? very well this year. Yeah. But I'm that person during football season. I think football is, is probably my favorite. Football and actually tennis. I love tennis. You love tennis. Don't miss any tennis. Okay. But um, with football on Sundays, man, I mean, you know, you've been at my house. Yep. I mean, you know, <laughs> I got NFL Sunday ticket. In one room, we got the mix, game mix going. And in another room, I like, I like the Red Zone channel. 
because I get to see some of yeah. everything and I get to, you know, and it's all exciting because it's only red zone activity, you know, but I'm that person that will watch the games all day yes. and then I'll come back and watch the night game Pat, and then yes. I'll watch SportsCenter to watch the highlights of the games yes. that I just watched all Pat, day long. Yes, that's, that, that, that's Pat <laughs> because I've been over there plenty of times watching sports. <laughs> and eating fried chicken. And Pat makes the best <laughs> fried chicken I've ever tasted in my life. I don't eat a lot of fried chicken, but I eat Pat Prescott's fried chicken. It's an old family recipe. It is so good. And it goes along great with sports. Oh, uh, yeah. I've been over there. And we, I think we, what fight was that? It was a main Oh, yeah it was, we, yeah. it was a big fight. It was a it was, big fight. Yeah, but it I wasn't came a good over. fight. It wasn't a good fight. Because, but, but the you chicken know was good. We, yeah, chicken, <laughs> chick, chicken was good and the drinks were good. And the company was good. <laughs> and, it, and it brings people together. I, yes, I love yes, that. There's yes. nothing like sitting around watching it. But but I like to watch the game. Like, I don't like to go to Super Bowl parties in mm -hmm. general mm -hmm. because I want to watch the game. I'm not into all of the extra activity that goes on. Some people are not, they want to eat and they want to make drinks. And, and they're not really watching and the game. And people who are not watching the game who are just coming to watch the commercials and stuff. Yeah, they're and, not into the game. Right. No. Yeah, and the thing is, since I moved out here to L.A., the game started at 10 o'clock in the morning I out here. I love that. I love that, too. I love that because I, I remember that. when I lived in New York during the NBA playoffs. Oh, my God. You got to wait all day. Oh, I, look, and I was working morning drive out there, too. And yeah. so I would be up, and this was before DVR, too. So I would have you record. If you're recording, you record on those videotapes and stuff. Yeah. But generally, you had to just watch the game. To see it. And that meant staying up till 2 o'clock in the morning yes. sometimes and then getting up at 4 to go to work. That's brutal. That was brutal. Here, it's... But I would do it. You, you had to do it. Because it's the playoffs. <laughs> you, you had to do it. <laughs> and this was back when, when Magic and those guys were balling and the West yes. Coast teams. I remember seeing some really great things late at night. Dikembe Mutombo laying on the floor holding that, oh, that basketball that. to him. I remember that. And, yes. You know, that big, that great uh, Sacramento Kings run that, you know, blew everybody away. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, I mean, that's... The beauty of sports, you you have those memories, you know, it's certain like I, I, I can remember Mutombo. Yeah. Holding that ball when he just laying flat on his back. Yep. Yeah. I can remember just that. the joy, just the joy that he had. I yeah. tell you something else. I remember I remember watching the Knicks in the playoffs and this might have been like our last best hope for the Knicks. It was mm -hmm. it was early 90s. And we were watching that game, and we were totally into it. And then all of a sudden, they interrupt the game yeah. to show O.J. Simpson in oh, that white Bronco. I, I remember that, yes. Riding down the highway. And they put the, after a while, because they were following him so long, they put the game up in the corner. They and did. I mean, we were like, forget about him. They we did. Were, <laughs> we want to see the game. Because the thing <laughs> was, we didn't know if he was going to, like, shoot himself in the back of the, the Bronco. We, didn't, we, we really didn't we know, didn't know what was going to happen. But I tell you what, I knew was interrupting my game yeah, at that, that moment. Next, right. And that was really not cool. So let me ask you this. So we talked about the joys. What's your heartbreak? What's the biggest heartbreak you've had watching sports that somewhat still lingers with you, you know, today? Watching Charles Smith miss that layup that could have taken the Knicks into a championship. <laughs> 1990, I want to say, oh, no, wait a second. That wasn't my worst heartbreak. Okay. The worst heartbreak was Reggie Miller making Reggie eight Miller. points in 13 seconds. Reggie Miller, right. Oh, and then holding up the I choke in, sign. I was in New Orleans at... Um, <laughs> 
the Jazz and Heritage Festival. And I was on the phone with my mother, who I turned into mm-hmm. a basketball fan. And we were watching the game. She was watching the game in Virginia. Mm-hmm. I was watching the game in New Orleans. We thought we had that game. We were laughing. We weren't even paying attention. Then all of a sudden, I looked at the screen, and here's Reggie Miller hitting these threes. And that was uh, that was heartbreaking. And he was looking at Spike Lee. That was heartbreaking. Yeah, and he gave him the choke sign. Choke yeah, sign. Gave him the choke See, sign. Another, that's another memory. That's you it. Know? <laughs> hey, they made a whole 30 for 30 <laughs> they out did, of that one. Which was actually excellent. <laughs> it, yeah, was ex- it was excellent. Well, what, what is your heartbreak? You know, it doesn't have anything to do with the Kansas City Royals or the Kansas City Chiefs. It, ha- it was um, my favorite college basketball team of all time. University of Houston, five slammer jamma. And I was so in love with that college team that year. They I mean, balled. They, they balled. balled out. Yes, they, they balled did. out. And I knew they were going to win the championship. I knew they were going to breeze over North Carolina State. And then that, that last play where the guy didn't even – he just put up the ball and wasn't even trying to aim to hit the goal, really, it <laughs> looks like. And then all of a sudden, the guy comes out of nowhere and dunks the ball – Game over. University of Houston, five slam and jamma does not get the national championship. That still lingers on yeah. with me. Like I was in love with that college team, mm-hmm. you know, and they did a 30, 30 foot on that on five slam and jamma. Yeah, I saw that, you know, and um, that it's it still hurts. It's Royals, you know, <laughs> I got good memories, bad memories, Chiefs. Lately, I've been having so many bad memories of them. I'm like, you know what? Chiefs are going to be the Chiefs. They, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, imagine how I feel as a Knicks fan. Oh, my goodness. There's been nothing to be a fan of. I remember when I first moved out here to Los Angeles, you know, I hated the Lakers. Are you kidding? The yeah, yeah, Lakers. Yeah, uh, right. You know, they were like, <laughs> I really didn't want to be bothered with them. But, you know, I had nothing to cheer for for the team that I liked. Right. And so eventually yeah. you, you, and you can't hate on these people that keep winning all the time and right. that are putting on a show for you that is just absolutely yeah. amazing so i became a, a laker fan and right. then now they suck so you there know, you go well, well well here it is <laughs> since we lost our team the kings which i never really was a kings fan and like i said i was a, a huge uh showtime 80s laker fan you know throughout the 90s and probably 2000s i i was without an nba team i was always liking players mm-hmm. so um and i like a good competition i just want to see yeah, a good yes, game me too. Uh, yeah so i kind of actually you know what anthony i like it better when i don't have a, a dog in the fight yeah, you it's, know, it, you, when I'm not right. necessarily cheering for one team over another, and I can ju- watch. It's less emotional, right? You just want to see a good game and less game. heartbreaking if anything goes That's wrong. That's the point. It's less heartbreaking because there's a lot of heartbreak. It's a sports. lot of heartbreak, and you know, when I moved out here as far as basketball, I said, you know, I don't have a um, an NBA team. It was just easy to get on the Lakers. I was like, you know, I'm not going to do that because at the time when I moved out here. The Clippers were rearranging their whole organization. They were they got Chris Paul. I said, you know what? I'll follow the Clippers. So, unfortunately, the Clippers are back to sucking again. And I got all this Clipper gear. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm stuck with the Clippers. I don't want to. Because you got the clothes. I got and, the clothes. And your mama's not buying it for right, you right. anymore. I got the clothes. Right. I'm buying these clothes, these hats. I'm going to stick with the Clippers. So, you know, but I'm a, I'm a huge LeBron James fan. You know, let me tell you something about LeBron James. Anybody that, that doesn't like like and respect this guy is because he's not on your team. That yeah, I mean, that, that's, so much that's really all. I don't know why he gets so much hate. I think that he is 
one of the most amazing figures I've ever seen in sports, uh, aside from his talent, yes. uh, just as a citizen yep. of, of this country and of the world. I think he's totally responsible. Yep. Never gets in trouble. No trouble at with all. With the same woman forever. Great yes. dad. Yes. Gives away lots of money very quietly. Scholarships, Doesn't yeah. want anybody Full to know about it. Yes. And the way he is balling right at this stage in his career, if you don't like this man, you don't really like sports. You know, and I have so many arguments in the sports bar about LeBron James. It's like, in my opinion, after he beat Golden State, they were down three games to one. Golden State had the best record of all time, 73-9, and nine, and he comes back, helps Cleveland win their first championship in all three major sports since 1964. To me, there is no more hate against LeBron yeah, James. Yeah, I don't see how you can have it. And I, he I don't still see how you gets him. it. I don't, yeah, I don't get, get it. it. I, I told you why. Because he's not on your team. He ain't on your team. He's not on your team. And he's a consistent That's why winner. people don't like him. Right. That's, that's why, that's part of why people hated Kobe Bryant. Kobe, yep. You know, the reason that they love Shaq is because Shaq has been on everybody's team. Yep. Just about. Right, right. And Shaq is a, a lovable personality. <laughs> but Shaq has yeah. been on, he's actually yeah. been on everybody's team. He's been on team. everybody's team. But you know what I wanted to ask you? How do you like to take your sports? Do you like to go to an event and watch okay. it or do you like to stay home here here's the thing i'm gonna go sports baseball i love to go to the games in person and i can watch a whole baseball game at home i, I do it all the time i even have the mlb subscription because you know i love baseball that's mm -hmm. my first uh love with sports well that's my first sport i fell in love with mm -hmm. basketball i've been to some games this past season with the clippers to watch the clippers now, when it comes to football, I would rather watch it at home or at a sports bar. I do not like going to a football game anymore, any longer. I do not. Tailgating, yes. But when it comes to going to watch a football game now, I don't want to go. Why is that? People get too drunk. It's an, it's an all-day thing. It's like you got if you're going to tailgate, you got to get there, you know, about 8, 9 in the morning. And because, you know, the West Coast game started one. Exactly. And then by the time the game is over, you get through traffic, you get home. It's probably about seven, eight o'clock. Mm -hmm. And the, the main reason why is because the guys get too drunk. It, it's it. They, they take out the fun of a fun event. But you go to sports bars all the time. Aren't they getting drunk in there, too? Well, they can get kicked out. See, well, uh -huh. they can get kicked out as well at the stadium. But, you but know, it's not I as go, many people. And yeah, I guess if you go with friends, people. too, if you go right. with friends, you got some yes. or go to a bar where you know people who hang out. There. Right. Yeah. Because we're all regulars at this one particular sports bar downtown. So everybody knows each other and everybody has different teams. And, you know, it's it's just and if I feel like leaving, I can just leave and I, I still have the whole day to myself. Exactly. And the, the camaraderie is, is kind of cool. But yes. I find that and I, this is how I know I really am a sports fan now. Mm -hmm. I will watch all kind of sports all by myself. <laughs> I don't need anybody else there. I will wait till it's been on for about a half hour and then I'll start it and fast forward through some of the commercials. Yeah. And I will just be on my merry way. You'll be on your merry way. So, I'll be on my so, merry way. So what's the last sporting event you went to? Or you just, you know. I, you know. I, I went to a Laker game. Okay, just, a Laker not, game. Just recently, this, this season. Okay. And uh, I agree with you, though, um, about 
football, you know, it's I'd rather watch football at home. And the yep. other thing is I want to hear the commentary. It's, it's I want to hear the backstories. Yep. You know, sometimes I'm at a sporting event and I don't know what's going on. You're like, what's going on yeah. down there? Yeah, somebody's talking to you. You know, you I love out. what they do at the U.S. Open with tennis. Mm-hmm. They have uh, these headsets that people can wear so that they can hear okay. what the commentators are saying uh, on television. Oh, yeah. You know what they do to have a baseball game, too. They need to do it at all sports. And yes. we're going to try and make that happen. Let's let's start a movement, that Anthony. That would be good. Yeah. I like that. Right, yeah. <laughs> we'll make that our cause. <laughs> it's the new cause for the new podcast. Yeah. This Lady Loves Sports. I'm Pat Prescott. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.